Welcome back to the Weekly DLCA. I'm one of your hosts, Karosh, joined always by my co-host, Vargas. Ready. Player. One. <laughs> and my other co-host, Jang. Ready. Player. <laughs> one. <laughs> and what we do, if you're not familiar, is we come to you every week on a Monday to your podcasting services of choice. And we sit around a table. We usually have some nerdy conversations with a topic each about something nerdy in nature, movies, games, comics, all three and, and, and more, I guess, habits as well. Plus. And um, we have some fun. We hope you have fun. Uh, just a quick uh, moment I want to take. Please, it goes a long way. If you like, subscribe, write a review, anything on any of our uh, platforms, uh, SoundCloud being our ma- main one, iTunes, those go a long way, Facebook, anything. Um, yeah, just helps us give us feedback and also helps us in terms of like getting more viewership and going up in the rankings, hopefully one day. Yeah. Um, and then as we've been building this platform, this is episode 41. A, and for mm. this one, we're uh, pre-recording. Yes, yes. This is in the f- past future. We were. This is, well, you're listening to this in the future. Oh yes, but yes. was recorded to in the past. Many weeks in the past, because one of us will be out of the country. You won't know who until yeah. the following episode, probably. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think we might have another one that we have to do this for. Yeah, because I looked at it and I'm. I come back, or the person comes back. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, Who is, dun. who's talking right now we don't know um, uh, yeah so we're, we're gonna have to, we might have to do another one so uh have you guys you guys been good yeah that's good yeah yeah cool for, for the the week that this is recorded <laughs> yeah yeah we've been doing good okay cool i cool. think yeah on this one we could just go straight to the uh, yeah we'll just jump straight in the topics cool, would cool. Be cool um who wants to go first um i should go yeah yeah go okay go for it okay so Talking about streaming, mm-hmm. what kind of streamers do you guys watch? And like, who are your top three streamers? Dang. Like, what entices you to watch a stream? That's a tough one. Because so mm, the way I watch um, the stream, like, I'm not a huge person to watch streams. And I generally go to a game I want to watch. And I watch, like, I'll pick out of the top five that are on that when I click on the. So, specifically on Twitch, when you click on. The game you want to watch, it shows a um, a bunch of streamers, and I always just check out the f- top five. The, mm-hmm. the, and if like the first ones in a moment, like a they're like at a cutscene that's gonna take forever, or they're pause the game because they're doing something. I'm like, well, not that guy. Yeah. Go to the next one. <clears throat> um, it's like channel changing. Yeah, exactly. So I don't have anyone specific, but there are people that I always I, I'm starting to come back to because they tend to always be playing the game and not like stopping and, and doing other things. Like or, who, who are some of those? So Summit okay, is one. What, what is his He was a Counter-Strike player. Pro, he was a pro Counter-Strike player. Yeah, pro Counter-Strike. Turned into PUBG now, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say Variety because he does GTA V. He does mm. the, like, just the, not the actual game itself, but he plays like the uh, fun little things that they add. Um, Dr. Disrespect got super mad at him once. <laughs> really? Like, I would have killed him. One on one. One on one. Because uh, he had beaten. Um, <coughs> Summit had, had taken uh, Dr. Disrespect out in the game. Oh, they were in the same was, game. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, his whole chat was like, dude, that was Summit. He took you out. And I was like, <laughs> man, if I was just. If it was just one on one, I would have taken him out. Um, and uh, so Summit's one of them. And then within the same game, so he plays uh, mainly power uh, uh, player unknown battlegrounds. Okay. And then in that same game, Shroud is someone else that I watch. Mm. And then I, I don't have a third one. Like uh, other than that, I'll just like if I want to watch. And Shroud is a guy that skills. He, he was a CS:GO player. Yeah, well, yeah. this is the question I was going to follow up with was uh, to your initial uh, topic question was what is it like you watch uh, Summit and Shroud. Is it for their skill or is it for their charisma or like how they engage their chat? It um, is for their charisma because they're that's what actually no it's skills, man. I can't I can't say that. <laughs> Those two for Shroud, just... it's for skills. I don't like the way he interacts with his with his like he mainly ignores people. Like he'll yeah. just be playing, but then he does get in the zone because he's a really good player. After all that's over, after the the next one's over, or the like the match is over, mm-hmm. he'll during that that time in between, he will um, he will then start talking to his chat. Okay. But the whole time that Summit's playing, even during like a, a really difficult point, he's he's still talking to his chat. So okay. that's what I like about Summit. And Chad, he's just he's an insanely good player. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and these are you guys talking mostly with your streams 
I mean, Twitch being the main platform for the streaming, but are you talking about across all sorts of platforms? Anything. Yeah. Live okay. streaming. Yeah. Streaming. I, I The things that I've seen, like, I'm still fairly new to a lot of it, and I don't know it as well as... I, it seems like you guys have a good... Uh, vibe of like the the climate and of like what's rising what's not rising not me well i mean <laughs> you're saying a lot of these names that i'm not even familiar with like uh-huh. i i i'm more like i know one or two games mm-hmm. and i know like a few of the top people in those games across the spectrum like you can be like that these are he this guy he's the top in the in all of twitch mm-hmm. and this guy when you went to when you guys had gone to twitch kind of a few weeks ago um that's what the vibe I got from your conversations about it was like there's a top level sort of forecast of like what the what direction everyone's going in, what the trends are, what the trends aren't. And even I guess that's not even touching the surface. Is that correct? Yeah, I realized there are a lot of really good streamers I've never even heard of. Yeah, but there's like, avenues that are like untapped, it seems like where it's like, oh, IRL is becoming a big thing. Yeah. Which is in real life is what IRL yeah. says. And it's true because, um, you know, there's people that become famous from sniping other people. Mm-hmm. What, is, what does that term mean? And, and sniping and is... So they'll look at the stream, see where the person's at, so they'll hop into the stream. And for in real life, oh, in the game, in in the game that they could do playing? in game in real life. Yeah, so in in, in real life, oh, they'll see oh. where they're at. They're like at a at a Starbucks or something yeah. like that, and, and they'll, they'll go to exactly. that one. They'll go to that Starbucks and they'll like hop in there. Like, they'll be like, "Hey, I know you." And obviously, it's a guest not, guest it appearing. But yeah. people have gotten popular because of that. Yeah, like, really it's crazy. Like I saw Mexican Andy. He got popular sniping Ice Poseidon. Like all these people, he would hop in his. So Mexican Mexican Andy, I believe, does in real life streaming. Yep. Yeah. So okay. and he got popular from just jumping in front of another person's uh, live stream because he would just find where he's at and run run in. Wow. And then with Shroud, he has a guy that's called Banana Man, and in game he will hop into his games, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's Banana Man, Banana Man!" And that guy's made a name for himself, and now he's usually in the top fifteen. Of of the game when he's playing, like mm. if you just look. What at What I found thing. out was there's a guy named Lyric. Yeah. Top three. Oh yeah, yeah. He was a mod. Really? He was a mod for someone's fucking stream, and they're like, "You should fucking stream," and uh-huh. he's streaming. He, so my he's the first streamer I have ever known by name or uh-huh. by username or whatever, and it's through my brother. I found out about Justin TV and then Twitch through him more mm-hmm. than anyone. And like, what is what is what's catching on about it? Like, he was my uh, entry into this world. Yeah. Um. And he watched, he nonstop watches lyrics to him. I'm like, what's the appeal? And he's like, just watch him. And he's like playing this bread game where it's just like you're, it's sort of like Quop or those games where you're like pressing letters mm-hmm. for each end. And it's just getting this bread from one end of a room to another. But he somehow was like the way he was engaging with his chat, the way he was talking, that was 90% of the appeal. Wasn't mm-hmm. the game. He's right. a variety of streamers. Okay. He did like Truck Simulator. He did H1Z1 for a long time. He does a variety of these like, Games I never care about, which is the reason I never stick with him. Mm-hmm. But I always will touch on in and hear what his his channels like, just to get a feel for like, is he changing his style? Is he keeping it the same? Is he just expanding the the pot? Is is it more just like people are more flocking to him, or is he changing his style now that more people are flocking to him? Because right. that often happens too, mm-hmm. where someone finally hits it big, and all of a sudden they transform their channel into a different like. Either there's more chat involved, so now it's harder for them to engage with chat, mm-hmm. or it's they now have the funding and financial resources to maybe include like an HD webcam or to do you know fifty other things. You know, um, it's always interesting seeing that transformation and whether it's still appealing or not. Um, but you mentioned lyric; that's that was one thought I had. And what's funny is most streamers I see they have a webcam. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's all voice. Oh, wow. And that's, I was like, it, there was a mystery to him. That's about. a tough one, too. Yeah, but like he has such a, I don't know, like a charismatic voice, I would mm-hmm. say. Like he, a lot of injections, not very monotone. Um, my so, brother told me, he's like, yeah, if you look up his like Instagram, you could see he's like a 20-year-old, like just kid, like uh, from, you know, somewhere in SoCal or West Coast, I think. That's weird because at I Twi- might be wrong. TwitchCon, uh, Sheriff Eli, he does GTA 5 scenario. He mm-hmm. plays a cop. Yeah. In GTA 5, role-playing. Yeah. He actually came, went to TwitchCon mm-hmm. without costume. So he does only voice only. Mm. So that was his first time. I don't know what he looks like. Yeah. But that, that's a It's trip. like sort of like a Daft Punk gorillas feel where it's like <laughs> you don't know what the real artists yeah. look like. Or at least I don't. I don't know. I know, I know what the gorillas look like. Yeah. It's a member from Blur. It's a one-man band. 
Oh, one person plays <laughs> Yeah. His side Gorillas? project Whoa. is bigger than his real band. And he's created four characters? Yeah. Oh, okay. He just cool. has a lot of cameos. Well, yeah, the cameos is, okay. is usually gotcha, where gotcha. it's yeah. um, For me, I, I'm more similar to you, Vargas, where... I st- I whatever like if I'm in a mood for if I'm playing a lot of Mario Rabbids I'll check yeah. the field for like Mario Rabbids mm-hmm. streamers just to see what it's like and and touch in and if I see someone in the middle of the game in the like not in a, I don't like seeing cinematics I yep. don't like seeing or like cutscenes story stuff I just want to see them playing gameplay just to get a sample of it and also get a sample of this person like what's the the energy of this like game play. Yeah. So like if you're playing Monster Hunter with a group of friends, you there's a certain energy to that. You're mm-hmm. like all chatting, it's fun. That's like what I always match with Monster Hunter. Yeah. I want to know what matches that you know, in the most popular way with some of those streamers. So mm-hmm. similar to you in that, but that's more case by case, I'd say. Yeah. Like just if I want to feel for a game, but if I want to watch a streamer, usually it's like I would say Destiny's the best example of this. I'll, when when new content comes out, I like I return to watching Destiny streamers. When in, there's no new content, it's very roller coastery. It's either lukewarm or it's very like chats like raging about the latest patch or lack of <laughs> patch, and yeah. like the streamer is either getting salty about it and trying to calm everyone down, and it's like because of streaming. You're always having new audience viewers. Mm-hmm. There's never a moment where it's like you can be like, "Oh, well, everyone knows what I'm doing right now." They have to constantly co- be like, "Hey, welcome to the chat." You know, the the regular introduction sort of things every period moment. And so when there's controversies, they're always reiterating the same right, yeah. points that they're standing by. And I'm like, I, "This sounds like a broken record to me," <laughs> at, because of the way I'm viewing it. Um, so one person I like watching for just a broad sense of again what the what the vibe is of a game, but with a game that I care about with Destiny is King Gathalion. Okay, there's a number of popular Destiny streamers, but his when he has like when they okay I should rephrase that when there's a raid for instance when there's a first time raid his is one of the more entertaining ones to watch. Everyone else is very focused in the game, but it seems like him and his group of other streamers that do the raid for the first time it's kind of entertaining. And I feel like I'd be in similar shoes mm-hmm. uh, where it's like we don't know how to figure this out. Let's kind of like fuck around right. and do whatnot. They do well, but that that's and there's a lot of humor to it. Mm-hmm. He's more of a humor streamer and he's trying to become a variety streamer. Gotcha. Now, one that I've become to enjoy more and more is a guy named S. Uh, his Twitch. No. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> no, his uh, Twitch uh, Twitter name is SC Slayerage, but in Twitch he's just Slayer Age. It's like Slayer and then A G E. Yeah, and he's known for like soloing Destiny content. Like mm-hmm. he makes it a point to like anytime there's content, he goes through it with friends first and his clan or whatever, and they're known as like uh, the legend himself. Mm-hmm. That's their clan. Um, but he like does some crazy... And it's possible. like You watch him doing like a, a given piece of content in a game in Destiny or other... Mostly it's Destiny, but that he does other games. And he just figures out how to do it solo. Like, so like the solo Nightfalls. Yeah, he'll he'll do a Nightfall solo. And you're Prestige. like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah nice. And he's it's not like he has anything uh, that gives him an advantage. He's just... He analyzes the mechanics and he has the reflexes, I should say, that get him to that point. But it's entertaining watching him and then hearing things from his perspective because mm-hmm. he gives you a viewpoint of like what he thinks of the climate or the content based on being able to do this soloable and also based on like friends that he knows. He's like, if this is how it is for me solo, I this is the 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 um, ex- how I would extrapolate those feelings in a group vibe or like mm-hmm. the intended way of playing. Gotcha. Um, it's entertaining. He has usually like a very mellow. He doesn't sound like an elitist, mm-hmm. and he doesn't sound like a pleb or any. I don't. I don't know. He's just. He seems average. He's like an average Joe. He's very enthusiastic about this, and he plays. Gotcha. Those are probably two of the ones I can think of. Yeah, I like Last Bosses. He's he's got a good vibe. Um, his Uncharted <laughs> content is horrible. Streaming. He's growing. He's definitely growing. Horrible. <laughs> a lot stream. of potential. The, the worst. Is he's on YouTube. And the then worst. I'd say the last one. This is. It, and this skates the line of streaming versus YouTube, but uh, kind of funny. They do their like when they have it live, yeah. they'll do it mm-hmm. on Twitch, and then they they when it's not live, you can't go back to their Twitch to look at the backlog. Mm-hmm. They make it so you go to their YouTube to watch. Nice. Um, and they're they're enjoyable. They're, it's like a talk show. So apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> apocalypse. I yeah, I've been getting a lot of uh, conversations with friends about 
a lot of uh, how content makers, both on Twitch and on um, YouTube, the the struggle that they have. Like we've we've talked about like Casey Neistat and a couple other people. And the biggest thing that I like, I get caught up in the conversation that I kind of remind myself. And some of the people that I talk to have also said similar points because they're not as like in the uh, YouTube like drama as, as in the know. Well, not in the know, but just like they don't catch up on that part of it. Mm. They see it from an outside perspective. They're like, end of the day, YouTube is a fleet. These are both free platforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whoever's making a career off that should also understand that there's a lot of like risk involved mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. those changes. There's not like a agreements like you do have with when you're a full, when you're like a regular day job mm-hmm. um, and you sign contracts and there's, you know, laws and stuff. It's kind of still that wild west in that sense. So I always remind myself that bit before I like fully sympathize with one side or the other of yeah. the situation. But anyway, another topic, another time. But <laughs> what about you, Chang? I like watching people who are funny. Yeah, on stream. So not more, of, huh? Kind of funny then. No, because they're only kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> they're all right. Um, yeah. Duck sauce comes to mind. Like, I've heard of him. So it's sober, dude. Like, I don't know. He's gone on to bigger and better things. He's like what? a. He's a movie voiceover yeah, for he trailers. Got, he got a, he has a his, really his, deep voice. I don't know if it was his first one, but the one I found that he like went on stream. It was he hadn't streamed in a bit, and was like, "Oh yeah, maybe you guys haven't heard, but uh, that Logan trailer. That's me in it." And he, that's his voice. Yeah, yeah. Logan. He has a really deep voice. Damn, yeah. nice. He's, he's got a very deep so voice. But his comedic timing, like that guy, could have been a comedian. Yeah, like, he he was. Born like doing the wrong comedian? thing. Yeah, oh, his, okay. his timing's on point. He reminds me of Mystery Science Theater, but uh, fucking funny. His girlfriend <laughs> will bring him a sandwich. She's like, damn it, woman. I'm in the middle of a fight. I can't want to eat a sandwich right now. <laughs> He's very over the top, kind of like Dr. Disrespect. I don't have time to watch streams anymore. I only watch highlights. Yeah. So yeah. I do watch Dr. Disrespect. I the see the highlights. highlights. Yeah. Um, I see Ice Poseidon. He does was a video game streamer. Now he does in real life. That's all he does. He goes to LA, downtown LA, and just records trippy ass parts of LA, and okay. it makes good. Content. It's sort of like a travel video, but for it's like weird. the city of LA. It's just weird. Okay. And he he's always trying to like. I guess he. I don't know if he wants to create drama, but he's always talking to people, and it. He's very weird, so it creates a very weird like atmosphere. Yeah, and I kind of don't want to have like his type of viewers because, to my knowledge, he's the most swatted guy. That I know of, he always gets. Swatted. It's also fairly easy because you know where he's, he's out in public. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like just being at home. Yeah. Um. So it's a it's a difference between just calling nine one one and being like, hey, there's a guy at this section with a backpack, and you know, yeah. you just say something bad about it, and then they'll. they'll he go did this him. weird twenty four hour experiment where he wanted to live off the streets with no money, or he didn't bring his wallet, so he's just like wandering around and he's just begging for money from people. He actually gets money to go to Denny's and. Some fucking viewer comes in and he's just looking at him all weird. And he's like, I knew something was wrong because I looked at his eyes and he had those dead eyes and he had a fire extinguisher in his hand. He sprayed him with it and it caused a fucking like 911 to come. He's like, what the fuck was that? Who the fuck does that? Why would you just come up to my stream and hit spray me with a fire? Why would you come to a person? (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) So it's just, I don't know. He creates, it's entertaining. Okay. I mean, when it comes down to it and I've, yeah. I was shock value. <laughs> yeah. At TwitchCon, we we're talking about I was talking to a guy from Kotaku. Oh yeah. He yeah. was talking to uh Nathan is his first name. Nathan uh I don't, oh I, I know I know who name. you're talking about. Nathan I don't know his last <laughs> name. Nathan was his first name and he was talking to me about the future of streaming and yeah. I told him that. He like walks up to him and is like, hey, Are you live streaming? He's like, Oh, I was. <laughs> and he's like, I'm pressed. Like, can I ask you a couple questions? Nathan and Grayson? I don't know his last name. Okay. I just remember his first name was. Yeah, Nathan. yeah. No, I, I'm 90 percent sure it's. Is it this guy? I, Long I got curly pick. hair. Yep, that's him. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's I've him. seen. He does a lot of esports coverage, okay. and I think streaming falls in the sim cow. Yeah. How was how was that? Uh, it was. Yeah. Well, we we talked about. I th- I said that live streaming is the future. Did you give him your card? I think you did. I did. Yeah. I oh. Did. I did. I'm checking for you on Kotaku. I didn't get his card though, but I did. Well, I'll I'll find his his articles. <laughs> hey, what's up, Nathan? <laughs> okay, so you had a conversation. What was? Did he have? Share he was some just saying, with like, you, or was it just getting your vibe? He wanted to know the, because there's a lot of gray area. Like, yeah. is it okay to stream people on live stream or not? Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, that's a fucking. It, in my opinion, it's not okay. 
but people do it anyways. Yeah. And because uh, it's not like in TV, you need to have someone's consent before sure. you could record someone. Yeah. Well, how do people do like vlogging then? They like, just do it. They just do it. Yeah. And it's it's not. I don't does know if it's person, not legal does or not. Someone in the video, if they have. Uh, an issue with that? Do they have any right? Then? They they do have. A yeah. right. I think they would have a right to say something, and they would have to be taken down. Other than that, like if it was an an actual movie that they that someone in the background got caught, yeah, that wasn't part of like the whole scenario. Yeah. Um, it, there would be disclosure, uh, an agreement yeah, signed, NDAs and if and if that didn't get signed, it would either have to be blurred out, or mm-hmm. they would have to obviously like fill them until that whole. Yeah. it's a lot of. I told them it's a lot of gray area. I said like it. Oh, man, that's so tough because like. Especially people who make money doing mm-hmm. it. That goes into fucking... Yeah, you're not Complex supposed to... Yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to film them. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I All right, well, check out for the last bosses on Kotaku.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I go more towards the comedic side. Yeah, nice. Not the skills, but... Well, you, you gave us one, though. You gave us only... Oh, Try Hex, Try Hard. I watched okay. him. He's skills. And he's kind of a dick, though. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I gotta say, another thing that I enjoy, and it's not necessarily a certain people it's events like mm-hmm. if i want to view any sort of uh like the nintendo world championships or evo mm. i know there's many avenues to watch it but i like streaming it through twitch mm-hmm. and getting like watching like some of those events so like do you guys have events that you like watching or st- like streaming evo evo is a big one <laughs> i like only certain events watching it like street fighter is yeah, one yeah, that i enjoy right. And maybe like Smash, um, Street Fighter for sure. I like it when there's a rivalry to follow. Mm. But do, what about? Do you have any events? It's funny that you bring that up about the the rivalry. Mm-hmm. It just reminds me of like because you like wrestling and mm-hmm. that I'll have like yeah. very similar kind of scenarios. Obviously, wrestling is. I mean, it wouldn't like not scripted all the time, sure. but it's something that they're planning. Yeah. While you know the other one, it could just be like off. You know, on the fly kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I mean, UFC has it, boxing has it, mm-hmm. all any sort of co- conflict sports. Yeah. When it's individuals, I think is more likely to have it, and a lot of them look for, look at like WWE and pro wrestling as a whole as like a template of that sort of dramatic. Mm-hmm. And uh, how can we show this up? Like Conor McGregor yeah. and um, Floyd May- Mayweather, they have a sense of like this is going to get us more money if we make more of a show yeah. of this sort of thing. So I think when seeing that same mentality in a gaming atmosphere, it's I I highly encourage it. I yeah. think it, it adds more to the to the excitement of mm-hmm. it and definitely gets more uh, like views or clicks or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So. And when it comes to seeing events, I, I like I do like the like the video game aspect of it, because like like let's say I want to watch BlizzCon. There's going to be parts where they're talking about the um like with with TwitchCon specifically, there is a when you go to the videos, mm-hmm. it's gonna, and you're watching it from not being at the event. Mm-hmm. They show you like the panels and some of the like obviously a lot of the panels I don't want to see. There are some that I do want to see. Sure, um, but there's nothing really like game related to show in that. So mm-hmm. from an outside aspect, I don't want to watch that. Okay, so I'm gonna watch like a competitive game um, where it's like a, a whole tournament or something. Yeah. Um, Blizzard has that. They'll have like Overwatch, Starcraft, Starcraft. So like, in that sense, one. I do like to watch those points of it, okay. but not the panels. I'd rather be physically in the panel. Yeah, usually. I think the only time I like the panels is when it's like E3. Mm-hmm. I want to watch those conferences. Yeah, I'd that's I'd watch that. Like or if Grant it's, Morrison, Grant Morrison, I would watch. That. <laughs> I wonder if there is like a. I mean, I don't think that would fall into anything really. It'd just be panels or an event, like comic book related stuff. I don't think. You could, yeah, there's probably nothing. <laughs> um, tournaments, yeah. Uh, Nintendo World Championships, and then co- like conferences where it's like, and uh, PSX if they had something, mm-hmm. or E3 if they had something. Mm-hmm. It's time to live stream. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's fun. I, I'm I'm learning more and more about uh, just the streaming culture and streaming mm-hmm. as a whole, and how that's been growing and evolving. It's interesting, just like I'm sure if we go back to some of our earlier episodes, what our vibe and what the the vibe of that stuff was then versus like you know f- 41 weeks later, mm-hmm. um, it's on a whole. It moves pretty fast, it seems. TwitchCon, it's on a whole nother level. Like we have actually never subbed to anybody, but there were people who were willing to put money towards the streamer. Well, uh, I mean, Amazon Prime, you can sub yeah, for free. I've, I've Amazon oh, Prime so you've, okay. I've done well, that. Well, that's not that's you're I not know. putting your. Uh, that's kind of like I haven't. I've tipped. 
I've okay. done it. Okay. But it was with uh, <laughs> there was there's a caveat to it. ST Peach. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later. Um, um, with kind of funny, they you know made, like I sent them a card for pro, the the WrestleMania WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, they got my name. They butchered it, and mm, it was hilarious. Crush. But I was like, I I wanted like I tipped the five bucks as the minimum to get your comments heard. And I they I tried uh, phonetically spelling it, and they butchered that. I was like, oh, oh my god! No. So that was the only time I've like tipped um, <laughs> out of my own money, and it was pretty easy. There is one time that should have passed by now, but I should have tipped one more time sometime in the near future or near past. Um, but subbing with the Amazon Prime, it's hard because I always forget. If my because it doesn't automatically redo yeah. it, uh -huh. I have to actively do it, and sometimes I'm just like I gotta be like I can't do it from my phone too easily. It, it'd be mm -hmm. cool if they had a notification saying like, hey, it's 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 uh, yeah. canceled. At least if you yeah. want to renew it with exactly. someone else mm. or same person, should be I'm gonna let them know. I'm gonna, I should have let them know on Twitch. Yeah, you should have. Talk uh, to Nathan Grace about that I've, uh, next time. Geez. I've tipped huge streamer like ignored yeah. ignored me. The last bosses I think was his name. Oh man, <laughs> what? Man. That guy. <laughs> I think I put an Instagram clip. <laughs> you did. <laughs> My few tips. I had to Instagram clip it. <laughs> but yeah, you've gotten, you've gotten a few on like your big milestones, like yeah. thousandth subscribers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Done a lot. Yeah, impressive. But there's a whole nother level of fandom. I'm just saying. Oh, oh yeah, fuck. it changes. I think. And there, there are group like, I think the way as a person that you are. You either allow these people to like these viewers to to be with you or not. Like with Ice Poseidon, they just I don't think they're very good viewers. I, no, he has a lot not. of them, but they're they're people that want to see him do bad, like like yeah. or or something happened to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like with like the the fire extinguisher. The fire extinguisher. <laughs> it's not even that. That's out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like that happens to him, and he'll just react like, "Who in their right mind does this?" It's like. It happens to you all the time. Yeah. You should know this already. <laughs> but that's just a reaction that he wants to show yeah. people like, there's no way I would have ever known this would have happened. Like, yeah. no, dude. But And so in that sense, I don't like watching it because I feel like that's just completely fake to me. It's, yeah, mm. disingenuous. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, 100%. Fake news. Fake news. Pretty much. Fake news. So yeah, in a sense, like I subscribe to someone I would probably never watch. But. I just, I'm wondering when the last boss merchandise is going to start yeah, coming. Dude. We'll start with the kitty titties. <laughs> make a shirt. <laughs> Just kit, kit nipples. <laughs> just six, three on each side. Down the shirt. It'll look like it's ripped, but it's not. Oh, my God. Meow. Meowing You should, you should uh, work with a wig company <laughs> and get like wig, wig Wednesday Shit. merch. That would be kind of cool. Character, dude. You got to be character. No. <laughs> no. You guys are going to the next topic? Yeah. Yes. You, you want me to go? Or you? Uh, I'll, I'll do mine. So uh, I wanted to talk about. So um, there was a thing, a thing with EA um, getting rid of Visceral Games, yeah. <sighs> and with that, the game that Visceral was working on, which was the Star Wars linear-based game, like a single player, a single player, like a, you, you kind of follow just like a, a tunnel path. There's like not much you can do breaking away from that. Yeah, yeah. Um, they that got given to a different. Um, I think it was Montreal or yeah, EA Montreal or yeah, one EA of their Montreal. other like EA sub and and they completely changed the the way the game's going to be now. Instead of being like a linear game, it's going to be an, an open world game. Last we heard, yes, um, yeah. or at least that's that's the last thing we've heard from. And my question to you is: is with news like that, do you think something like that should be open to the public to where that decision's made with everyone else in mind? Where it's like, hey, you know, we have this game that's going to be like this. Or we can change the game up to be this way, and there's like a kind of like a vote, and it's like you know, obviously if it's more than fifty percent for one one way, they'll be like, okay, we'll stick with this path then for you guys, uh, as opposed to just making all internal. Because I'm sure they see where games are going, and they're like, a lot of games are open world. They're making a ton of money. Let's let's make an open world game, mm. you know. But sometimes, like when it when it's not in our hands, we get upset and we're like, we wanted that linear game. We didn't want that open world game. Well, I'm sure. My, uh, I don't know. This is a big one. Yeah. Um, Visceral Games. Uh, one of the one of the big things they're known for is like the Dead Space series. Mm -hmm. um, what? You guys know any other? <laughs> those. That's the main one I'm familiar with. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they did a damn good job with it. Yeah. Fuck. I love those games. Except um, part three. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, three. It was just more of it, but not. Yeah. It didn't hit the same tone as one and two. Yeah. One and two were oh, so, so good. <laughs> um, 
when you talk about yeah how that works are you saying like there was a vote are you saying publicly like fan vote yeah okay i think that becomes risky because fan like that could easily be like imagine like an entity like 4chan and come oh, they come shit. in and just like skew something no, like we true. want donkey to be a game like what like how do we make yeah so they probably like there's a, is it's a fine line that games skate where it's much like movies i think i mean entertainment as a whole i'd say is it's it's a pro- consumer product and it's an art mm-hmm. and it's their art that they want to create but some there's also a on the sales side of it, or the consumer side of it, they need to see if there's a demand that they they like. We want to appease fans. We mm-hmm. want this for us and for the fans. Yeah. And so balancing where they want to find on that, like if they want to be more fan, like what do fans want? Like what you're saying, then yeah, their sales teams and their marketing people will do researches and surveys, mm-hmm. be like, what is the current vibe or where is it going? What's yeah. the the forecast? And they see games like Destiny and also the financial side, like we want to make a profit. What it, what is making a profit? Games like Grand Theft Auto, games like uh, Destiny, like they see these long term sort of like games, and right. they're like, that's if we want to make a lot of money, theoretically, we want to make a game like that. Mm-hmm. Might, doesn't always pan out, but that's what like the their formulas and algorithms yeah. might say. So the transparency of it is is odd because it, I'd actually prefer if there's more like a movie. Like how movies are, where it's like we we got this director, we got this writer. Like I want to know those things beforehand, yeah. or we're working on this, and they give us updates, and like something's in pre-production hell. Fuck, like that sucks, but it's not, and it's moving along, and like now we're at this stage. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, games you're like in the dark. Yeah, and then out of nowhere, the whole game Sale. company. <laughs> yeah, and this isn't the first time. The f- the other company that uh, there was another company that was doing it. I forget their name, um, but they were trying to get this game made. And then they were seeing that it wasn't going anywhere. It was called Star Wars 1313. Oh, yeah. And then that, like, it failed. Like, they even pitched it to Visceral. And then they're like, we have our own idea. We're going to do that. And yeah. and Amy Henning from uh, Uncharted series, 1, 2, and 3, she came to head it. And I think they're still, they're, like, trying to allocate certain people. Like, Amy, she's, Amy's still there in some other format or some other game project. Okay. But I don't know. It's it's There's a lot of different aspects mm-hmm. to it. So, like, the finance side, the... The artistic side, yeah. the consumer side. Yeah. So you, you think get, you think it'll be skewed like a some, like a, a outside entity like 4chan or someone who has like for the, for that specific? yeah for that viewing like uh, getting a feel for audiences. I think the best the safest thing for as a company to do is to use your own teams to measure gotcha. that and and see like use analytics like what is getting views on on Twitch. What mm-hmm. is what are people buying? So where are the sales these yeah. past twelve months? Rather than like a vote, I don't think a vote would pan out gotcha. as well mm-hmm. uh, for there because a vote could be like it got like overwhelmingly this much, but only a hundred, a thousand people did it, and uh, they, they want to try and sell like, a, a yeah. much larger. A good market. example is that it's Pitbull. He did this contest. Mm-hmm. Take, uh, I'll do a concert wherever you take me to. They took him to Alaska. Yeah, and <laughs> but it, he was still did tro- it. it was a troll. It was just it was it trolls. Was like trolls. But he still did it, and it was, it, it, it helped boost that uh, that city from my understanding. The okay. thing is, though, I feel like he had to have known it was a troll at that point. You know, obviously, yeah. it's like yeah, I feel like you got to be aware. But of he's what... still like, you know what? I'm not gonna let this happen. Yeah, you know, I'm still gonna do it. He had the opportunity to cancel it. I'm sure. Yeah. Maybe and the this the what he was trying to get out of it was to show people what he's willing to do. Yeah, exactly. Maybe and it, and it did. It helped him out too. Cool. Like it wasn't just like. We trolled him, and then he's gonna cancel. Like he went through with it. People were like respecting, like, "Oh shit, this guy, respect." You know, like yeah. he did. He did that. Um, where do you guys stand on what you're saying? I, I didn't think of what you brought up with with like uh, you know a, a group skewing it, but I I still think if I still feel like you can move that out of the like, you can factor it in. Yeah, I, I don't think that should be the sole. exactly like have multiple things that like kind of come that decision it's just when you do like analytics for certain games it's it's at that certain time point like Mm -hmm. right now it is going to be you know the open world stuff it seems like it's going into long term like uh, either monthly month to month payment or 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 um loot like not loot boxes but like uh dang it dlc Uh, uh, microtransactions My, okay Sorry. um kind of thing to keep a game going longer yeah uh that's where it seems like it's going but 
you know, if you look online, a lot of people are just like, I, I, I want that single player game. I want that like linear based story get telling game that, I, mm-hmm. you know, I've it could also saying. be like, I know uh, some studios, they'll do a game. They'll be like, we worked on this property that like we work with Sony. We worked on this adaptation or this remake. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say the team that worked on Ratchet and Clank, the HD, they're like, hey, we, we made this for you guys. Now, part of that deal was we get to work on a project of our choosing. Yeah. That could be that could work out for some studios, and it's yeah. like they then have the liberty to be like, we can work on our artistic game. Much like movie actors, it's obviously harder with like a, a development team versus mm-hmm. a single actor. But actors will be like, I'll do B movie if you'll let me do four indie movies that I want to oh, do. Shit, we're getting hmm. a B movie, B movie too. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that a similar like contracts often get made yeah. or deals get made where it's like we did three Arkham games. Now let us do what whatever mm-hmm. the fuck we want, or I don't know. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, I just yeah, like that. That was a huge hit for me because I yeah. like, especially with Star Wars. There's been a lot of games that have been in the works and then they get canceled out, you know. And this is just another one that's just you know, that's gonna, it's cursed. I don't. We'll see. Like, I mean, there's still this other game that they were working on that they this same game that's getting moved yeah. over. And being changed, so that changed. So it's crazy. I want to read Blood, Sweat, and Pixels because they talk about that specific game. There's yeah. a chapter. 13, 13. Yeah, they talk about the first edition of it. God damn. And like, I remember the near. I read or I listened to them talking about it, uh, Jason Schreier, and he was talking about how bittersweet what? that was because they were talking about talking to Visceral. In, was Nathan some, there? No, it wasn't. <laughs> <he> was, <laughs> you and him are homies now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm also. I want to read that fairly soon. So. So, what did you think? What do you think, Jane? I don't know. I think you need to listen to the the people, but like you said, you can't put the sole decision on the people. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of game companies don't listen to the people, and that's one of the bigger problems. Mm. So, it's that finding that balance. Yeah. Uh, that's just the tough part. And it's also like identifying what you want to make. Like, if you you're a team that wants to make. A multiplayer kind of community driven game yeah i think mm-hmm. i think the the people that you're trying to make this for you have to take them into considering much much more than you would a game that's like um i don't know like uh you don't people won't know that they want a journey or that they mm-hmm. want an insider or a limbo yeah. or these really out there sort of like cool new mm-hmm. ideas but it's like they have a vision for something like i think this is fun let me share that and see what like hope people enjoy it as well Cup, cuphead was one where it's like it went in one direction and then they were like we need more in between so instead of just bosses they added like all those levels but i feel like with that like cuphead i feel like streaming was a huge yeah help to increasing <laughs> yeah. its sales say so, streaming yeah and i also think just like they took fan feedback for that so originally mm-hmm. i guess at an e3 presentation it was just boss battles and they're like this is just bosses. We need something else. And so they went back and it took longer, but they added all the like the platforming stuff yeah. to it. And I think that gave it a much fuller experience on top of what you're saying, mm-hmm. like the marketing and the presentation of yeah. it was smart and strategic. And yeah. then the price, it all came together like in a business. But then there's times where a game can take too long, mm-hmm. like um, The Last Guardian. Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, man. I remember <laughs> seeing my friend's reaction. He's like, I'm going to get this day one. I waited like three weeks, not yeah. even a month, and I bought like five bucks. <laughs> it was so sad. That went through so many uh, physics engines. Yeah. 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 The, guy, engines. the guy who originally wanted to work on it was like, I want the best of the best. And so every time a new engine came out, and he was like, let's change, re-scrap change, it. Change. Let's Shit. like put in a new engine. Mm-hmm. And then with Last Guardian, mm-hmm. it just couldn't find a studio that can finish it in time before it went back into the into the slums. But... With the Last Guardian, it wasn't. It's still a really good game. The only problem is, it is just people got tired. They were like, "I, I'm, I can't wait. I just can't wait. I can't wait." And finally, when it got released, people were just like, "I don't really want." Do, okay, it let me ask you a question about that then. Do you think that game could have uh, had more a better uh, reception if there had been more transparency about it or less? Like, imagine no one talked about it for a long time, and then it just I, came out. I, or do you think it would have it would have been more interesting or supportive? If our fans would have been more supportive, if they knew even more, like we don't know why it kept yeah. getting delayed, we yeah. just kept hearing it's delayed again. Yeah, and I felt like it was this weird middle ground. I feel like if personally, if we knew less, yeah, it would have been better. Just because, uh, I mean, we we knew they they gave us an information to know that it wasn't going to come out at certain times, but we didn't know enough. And if they, I think I think if they told us too much, mm-hmm. it'd just be like 
that's a dumb reason. You know, like it, it just it mm. put us put it us put us off even more. Yeah, I think as a person of in, like interested in game development, the smaller masses might enjoy that side, the mm. the more transparency. But as a mass marketing, like we want to buy this game or yeah. not. They might have not have liked that as much. Yeah. And the next game, Kingdom Hearts 3, is taking too long. <laughs> yeah. So. But, like, I love stories, like, where I feel like it helps. It, it I think occasionally we need a game that's very transparent about the process to know, to be more understanding and sympathetic towards those How developers. It works, yeah. Because you have too many, too many times where you're like, why is this graphic engine shit? Or why are the visuals not how you showed us, like, let's say Mass Effect Andromeda. Andromeda. People were up in arms about it, but yeah. it's like there was so many factors and the same teams weren't there and it was a subsidiary team. And it's like if if people know more about it before or during or something, that could have helped prevent a lot of the backlash mm-hmm. maybe. But like, sometimes I think a game can just take so long yeah. that the people that originally played the game mm-hmm. are now in a position where they're like, you know, they're not playing games anymore. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, they have a family, they're adults. They're not they half life three. Exactly. <laughs> you know, it's, and it's true. Like with Kingdom Hearts three, I feel like it's a lot of younger uh, at the time there were young people. Now they're older. They probably don't play any more games. And if that game comes out, they're like, I, I can't, Nostalgia maybe. I, can't play I don't anymore, know. I think know? they would buy it. I think the they'll hype. get the diehards, but yeah, if you're, if you were just like picking up games, like casually, like we're we're more devoted gamers, but mm-hmm. I I'm very interested. Like when it whenever it does come out, what that original the if they look at people that had originally bought it versus now a decade. I mean, that's <laughs> I have a friend that doesn't have a PS4. He will buy a PS4 for if that? Kingdom Hearts three comes out. Hmm? I he's doubt waiting. it. No, he's <laughs> fucking right, dead. We're come back and to I always always joke around because Walmart has a. Uh, a fucking thing for Kingdom Hearts 3 but it's fake it's obviously <laughs> fake and it's like $200 on their website or yeah on, yeah on? it's on their website I'm like oh, dude man. you should buy it man it's out it's <laughs> so I'm gonna when when Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out I'm gonna come back to you and okay. be like hey uh, your, your friend, friend we're gonna <laughs> cause I don't I, I'd say that I, I'll say that sometime to time like I don't even know if I'm gonna get Kingdom Hearts 3 when it comes out mm. cause like you're I completely forgot what the hell the story was anyway I'll put money you're gonna get it completely forgot I didn't even get this last one, the the HD two point seven five. Yeah, I got the first two. one. I think there's been a total of three of them, yeah. like like those HD ones. I, I got the yeah. first one. I have not gotten the following. Two. I listened to a podcast where people that love it were trying to describe it to an to someone who'd never heard of the story, and just the story was like, I need a diagram and I need some exactly. visuals because it is so convoluted. It is interesting that they've somehow. Uh, fabricated some sort of story that is this convoluted mm-hmm. and complex and i would love to be in the know of that but it, like i feel like it's daunting yeah. to try Did and like they announced a release date for kingdom hearts 3 no. well i don't I know mean, maybe, walmart is has it for, i mean pen- for uh december oh maybe year? maybe they did at a they have a tentative one at, at the disney expo december 31st and i mean oh, december this, 31st? this used to be two hundred dollars yeah. and it was fake it was some third-party company and they Put something up fake. Now they, they actually they had have, a giant cinematic at Disney uh, yeah, D twenty or D thirty con or whatever it's called. I didn't see it. I um, it. But I think I I'm not putting a lot of heart in that. That's like saying <laughs> winter 2017 or something, and then they could change it later. True. You remember what happened with uh, Red Dead Two? No. Um, yeah. That. Um, <laughs> Final Fantasy. What, what was, no, the latest one, fifteen. Oh yeah, yeah. Where they had a huge event at, at LA, and they're like, "We're gonna announce the release date." And they announced it, and then it it's funny because it froze on on a different date that was like November, but it said September. And then like uh, months later, they're like, "We have to delay the game till November." And they <laughs> use that date that it froze on earlier yeah. in that presentation. It's like, God damn you guys! So even when they pick a date, I'm not <laughs> until it's out. Well, Monster Hunter Worlds. Yeah, set. that's not good. It is interesting, though. I don't know. I like uh, like Bungie does it sometimes with their weekly uh, this week at Bungie, where they go in and they sit down with like the PvP team and how they get information and how they they like look at uh, heat radars or heat mappings of like this is a large amount of people that win uh, PvP games and are in the last three months have been using this subclass or yeah. this. So we use that data to then optimize or nerf or or buff certain classes to compete with that or to change things up just for the sake of changing the climate so it's not stagnant or i'm sure overwatch does that with their uh that guy that yeah. comes up and does the developer videos oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so those 
go away. But yeah, it, you it's a risk because it's like you're putting street yourself fighter. out there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, street fuck. If you put yourself out there and it could help, but if you say the wrong yeah. thing, you get burned mm-hmm. bad. It seems like whenever they release those kind of things, it's always bad. Really? <laughs> yeah, people get pissed all the time. Like, you I mean, people get pissed about everything, but I think it's like how controlled of that pissed. Like, I remember there was something where they they realized that they had something offensive to Australians in one of the Overwatch maps, and they tried to control it, but something they said in how they controlled it further fueled it or oh something. Oh, my God. I think. I might be wrong about that, but it didn't help. They had went yeah. through a few hurdles before they nipped it. It's like, just <laughs> say nothing for once. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I mean, what I've been hearing is EA, uh, speaking of just the EA side of things with the Visceral thing, they've been good with past, because they've closed down a lot of other companies too that yeah. they've bought. Mm-hmm. But in terms of employ- keeping those people employed, they've been really good on their own efforts of re- making sure that they go somewhere good. But a lot of other game developers have gotten to the point where they help too. Like I saw the day that got announced, like people from Ubisoft, people from... Um, Bungie, people from, uh, what's it called? Naughty Dog, people from yeah, just different uh, Rockstar companies. were all like, check out our employment page. Hey, make sure, yeah, hey, like, they tag Visceral people. They're like, come to our employment page. Yeah. We have spots. We we have a home for mm-hmm. you guys. That's cool. So it's cool that they have like a network within each other and it's very supportive. So, yeah. Yeah. You guys want to go to the next topic? Let's do it. Awesome. So uh, a lot of events have happened and are continuing to happen this year. I think more than, I mean... That we've attended more than any other year, maybe. Um, and I kind of want to just talk about like nerdy destinations that are on your list of like where you where do you want to go for some nerdy reason, whatever it may be. Probably won't be able to. Like, I mean, you could say like you never uh, say never. I mean, yeah, just like one day, like this is your mecca well, or one, one of. I mean, it's not Comic Con was one you guys hadn't gone to, and yeah, you went and to that. Extremely disappointing. <laughs> I mean, but you went, so you, yeah, you, you. So it's the I, same I don't, thing next year. It's, I don't it's have like a crazy mecca, but like places I'd like to to try to yeah, go to is travel. like Gamescom. Oh, okay, and like that's one. Yeah, you know? yeah. Pax soon, eventually that'll happen next year. I mean, yeah. but that's not like. I, you don't like, have to have a high yeah. like just what are some that you are on your list besides just, those two uh i don't know is there anything in japan because i just just to go there's to like japan. tokyo Aki, game show akihabara district and tokyo okay. game sh- and tokyo game show there you uh, go tokyo game show seems fun yeah. i'll just 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 japan in general just because like that's where you know. <laughs> yeah yeah that's, that's <laughs> what i would like the gundam there <laughs> exactly the pokemon they have the monster hunter yeah, stuff they got me too for pokemon go i mean come on guys yeah no, super mario like land soon one. yeah yeah 2020 Super Mario Land, that'll be fucking... There you go. I have to, I have to go there. <laughs> you have to go back. <laughs> we gotta go back. Um, what about you, Jenny? Tokyo, that- Akihabara, Tokyo Game Show, Gamescom. I, I mean, the goal is I want to travel to these nerdy places but while working, not doing what I'm doing. Yeah, like being like, in the industry. Like- yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, A streamer. In name uh, places that haven't been named uh i know like south america has like comic conventions oh i think they have one i think india has a comic convention. yeah i actually heard so i was listening to uh kind of funny's 200th like big milestone episode they had max landis on oh and (laughs) they were just drinking for three four hours oh wow and what was funny was he at one point was talking about he was one of the guest speaker the main guest speakers for india's comic con Mm -hmm. and he's like have you ever been he's like you have not experienced nerddom until you've gone to India Comic Con because they never have an event. Yeah. So when they have one event, this is like the, the focal point for all their <laughs> nerddom. So people from all walks of life, from all nerddoms and cosplays and everything, get so enthused and like it's like an orgy almost. Like <laughs> like imagine the Matrix Two where there's that orgy scene where yeah. just everyone's <laughs> fucking in a, in a pit. It's like that for anything nerdy. And he's like, it's a whole nother level of enthusiasm. It just gets you like you get wrapped up in it dang there's a big uh convention where they dress up in atlanta dragon oh dragon con i want to go to that that'd be cool dressed up yeah as like a good like a serious but no i was kidding <laughs> <laughs> the the return guess who's back uh i don't know um all the different new york comic cons one i want to go to cool. um it seems like that's like the east coast version of san diego comic con sure um what about books or like board games i want to go to the one george r R. martin goes to every year i think it's like the world fantasy and it's never in the u.s it's like always in europe somewhere 
The world fan. No, actually, I take that back. It's like it was in Europe at one place. It was in South America in one place. It's it changes. It'll so. be here soon then. Yeah, I want to go to the one George R. R. Martin goes to. Um, whatever it's called. Yeah. Okay. Gen Con is one I would want to. I go mean, to. we're kind of lucky because yeah. Southern California huge does have a lot of. I haven't been events. to E3 yet. Have you guys? Yes. Yeah, you? No. no. Yeah. Yes, I have been. I actually, I, I wouldn't care for it because I, I, before it was press only, mm-hmm. and then recently, like this, just this last one, it was it was open to the public. Um, but I, yeah, I've just heard like they didn't do a good job of like, like, uh, inviting mm-hmm. or like being very the flow. In, yeah, the flow for for like making it public as opposed to the press. Yeah, because normally it's like very technical sure. because it's the press. You just want the information so you can you can you know kind of you have a dedicated appointment time. Exactly. but like public messing exactly. with that yeah. submission. Yeah. And and from my understanding is I don't know if you guys if you went last one. No, it was like 2013. I went to E3 2013. But they would, they would like with this public one, like if you were, you know, obviously just public in line, Uh and like press came in, they're like, "Uh, all right, well, you guys are gonna move back, and we're gonna push this press in front of the line to play a game. Yeah, and it was just like it was a mess for public. Mm. E3 was not fun. No, no, it's you wait in line to play games. I want to be that guy that's an influencer. Oh, hey, here's your time. You go straight. To the yeah. line. So PSX was the first time I'd seen this. And I think some more of these gameplay testing conventions or gameplay just demos, they have a dedicated room or area where it's like a, a coffee room or a back room or something where they have a bunch of monitors and stuff and they have systems set up. Mm-hmm. And then they have like, all right, um, Mr. Uh, Nathan Grayson or whoever, uh, Mr. Last Bosses, come. This is your time slot. We're going to give you 15 minutes with uh, Wolfenstein. Play. And then you can, if you want, it, are you, oh, you're capturing footage as well? Okay. And then your time is up. Like, that's the space to do that. They have the public demo for the people, for, like, the, the players and the people that bought tickets. But for the press, that space was the area where yeah. they did most of their gameplay. I was like, that's a good way of setting it up. If you set up your, and you have the resources to do mm-hmm. it. The main reason I'd want to go to E3 wouldn't be for the gameplay. It'd be for the conference. I'd want to, I've always wanted to go to one of those conferences like PSX last year. We were in line and we saw it outside, which is fun, but I wanted, I, I'd just one of these big presentation ones. I'd want to be like in the conference room area where it's like, we're announcing. What's what's crazy is I want to do that. But if I was an influencer, Mm -hmm. I would kind of want to stream, co-stream it. And the way kind of funny does it. I would want to experience it just once, but if I was definitely an influencer, I would do it out for me. Yeah, yeah. It it'd be a one-time thing. Yeah. It'd be like, I just yeah. want to see what, what this is like sitting in the here with this atmosphere or whatever. Um, uh, there's one in San Fran. Uh, fuck, there was? is. <laughs> I, for, I can't. I forgot which one it was. Shit. San Francisco? Yeah. Uh-huh. I could have sworn there's a convention there. There is. I don't Blanking know. on it. Well, TwitchCon used to be in San Francisco. Yeah. Then it moved to San Diego. Now it's at Long Beach. WonderCon like the- used to be in San Fran. Then moved down. What about uh, VidCon? Have you guys gone to that one? I have not. I have not. Damn. That's what I wanted. I hope they have a partner space because I would fucking cool. don't have to wait in the line. Yeah. Go straight to the partner lounge piece. But VidCon was was made from an individual and yeah. not from Yeah. It's from like YouTube two himself. brothers yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. 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 I found out this recently as well. Um some other ones, Gamescom, yeah, Tokyo Game Show, yeah, Japan as a whole. Um, I'd want to go to the. I've been to Florida's Hogwarts oh, area man. where it has both areas, Diagon Alley and Hogwarts. Yeah, I'd want to go to the England one, like oh, the, the, that, actual, the actual legit. Yeah, that one, and or I'd want to go to. And this is a nerdy of a different vibe, but I'd want to like one play I'd see would be the Cursed Child. But I'd want to go to either. Um, Broadway and see it, or I'd want to go to your Eng- England mm-hmm. or London and gotcha. see something like a performance of yeah. I, something like Harry Potter or mm-hmm. something nerdy performed in a theatrical. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to go to like New York. To yeah, see. yeah. Like, um, but an, another place I'd like to go to Sundance Film Festival. Oh yes, yeah. South by Southwest and South That's by Southwest. That's a cool one. I've heard of good things about in yeah, Austin. The, uh, I think it's pronounced Cannes Film Festival. No, Cannes. Cannes. That's right. Is that the same one at South by Southwest? I don't know. No, Kansas is. in France. Yeah. Oh, there's the the one you were talking about was Sundance. That's in Utah, right? Uh, I actually don't even know where it's at. I to be honest with you, think it is. It's either Utah or Colorado because I've seen snow yeah. and it's in America. Mm. That'd be cool. I'd want. I've always wanted to go to like a film festival. Yeah, because they'll show like 
legit films that are going to come out soon, and it's like and to the everyone. Are there. The yeah. artist, yeah, and so it's like that's your artist. I get to I get to watch what I want, yeah, and it's you know I get to meet up with the people and everything. But I've the thing all- is, do you have? Beyond Fest here, and Arnold fucking showed up and showed Predator, and he, he was doing "Get to the Chopper." He was doing his fucking voices. <laughs> it's not a tumor. Like, like Jackie Chan was showing two of his Hong Kong movies. What? They announced that last minute, oh. and I was like, I can't go. Two not days good. notice, like Beyond fun. Fest. Yeah, and that's Beyond a film Fest. festival. Here. Film festival every year sells out twenty minutes. Mm. I wanted to go to the the room and. Uh, his new movie, uh, friend, oh, Fiends, friend or something, best friend, best yeah. fiends. But I went to this one cool. Speaking of movie type of stuff, I went to a RoboCop, the original movie, mm. showing in L.A. And it was in the uh, I forget what theater it was Egyptian. No, it was in the small theater, but okay. it was I forget who owned it. Um, but um, Peter Weller was there, and <laughs> some of the other cast members were right there, and Murphy? they they did like a. After the movie, they sat all they sat all on the stage and they were just going around the each of them talking about some of the scenes. Was the dad from that '70s show there? The bad guy. No, uh, um, Red. Uh, 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 shit. No, I don't know. Boddicker. Um, mm. uh, what's his name? Hey, buddy boy, can you fly? Clarence. Clarence Boddicker. Mm. Can you fly, Bobby? <laughs> Uh, he wasn't there unfortunately but a lot of the other cast was and Peter Weller just like no matter who was talking he interrupted him he's like yeah yeah and he just take over the conversation (laughs) Um, that was fun but yeah so I'd love to see like movie marathon like they just play a lot of these new movies that are like out there different or cool um, I know Alamo used the draft house used oh, to yeah, it, yeah. but I think they're like, I don't know if it's still going to happen or not. They, I know they still do like neat things though when mm-hmm. it comes to like their own movies. There's some, there's a theater in LA, uncomfortable seats, but yeah. sometimes they'll showcase old movies with the creator, director, Sin- actors. Is it Sinespia? I think that is My the friends place. have gone. They went and saw Fifth Element and Chris Tucker and Mila Jugovich were uh, there with the director because they, they always have stars. Yeah. You wow. just look at and the calendar. Wright was there recently doing a George A. Romero like uh honoring oh, shit. his film. If you look at the calendar, always oh, packed with stars. Yeah. But like anything like that would work out. Like Jang and I once did a um a we were part of like a show for with um Kevin Pereira? Yeah, no, Kevin Smith. Oh. Uh, oh watching, yeah, 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 and yeah. we wa- uh it was we were gonna watch Inside Lewin Davis. Okay. And then after that, we were gonna and talk about it. And it was showed all, up. It was all Jeff free. Morrison? Yep. Oh yeah. He was the guest. So they never told us who the guest was gonna be. Oh. But normally it's we they let us watch the film for free, and we watched it at the uh, uh, ArcLight. ArcLight. That's probably where the RoboCop I think was. And then after that, Maybe. we went back to like the studio, uh-huh. and we all went into like a like a audience form for the show. And then, you know, Kevin Smith comes out, talks to us, so let us know what's Whoa. going to happen. And then he sits down, and then Grant Morrison comes out, and Whoa. that wasn't to be his guest. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then, like, they interviewed, like, uh, I think they pretty much interviewed everyone. everyone dude. Wow. But whoever had, like, a good, like, persona and, like, good answer, like, they only used that. Damn. And that show only came out in Canada, so I, I haven't gotten to see it. But, I saw it. Damn. And he came out, him and our friend Roberto. What? Both, um, they cut them out. Oh, did they? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. It's. I think it showed you and Roberto, but it was like quick, talking. Yeah, quick, yeah, quick answers. Oh, yeah, okay, quick. okay. I had to pull in the fucking Infinity Gauntlet reference, and they put me in, dude. <laughs> that got me in, dude. He's like, "Yeah, I got you. No one in the audience got it, but I got you." I got yeah. you. <laughs> um, uh, book stuff. There's like the LA Book Festival. I love that. Oh yeah. I would love to see other book festivals. Like if, pa- like in Portland, if there was one around Powell's or focused around that, that'd be cool. Um, Gen Con was one board game one. I think that's in Indiana. Mm. Um, I don't like that's all just board games. All the Gen Con. Gen Con. G E N Con. Does Gen stand for anything? Uh, I don't know. Possibly. It's probably short for something. But yeah, Gen Barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> um, aside from that. What else is there? Oh, Game of Thrones filming locations. That'd be cool. <laughs> like a tour. They have those. They have like tour packages. Really? Yeah. I, and similar, like what he had already mentioned, the Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings film locations. Oh, oh, man. Lord of the Rings. I'd love to. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Shire. Yeah. yeah, dude. That's the main one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was one other one I was about to say. Uh, oh, like uh, like Evo. I'd love to go to an, like an Evo oh. or something. I'd like We're kind of going to go to an event like that. PlayStation, ex- PlayStation oh, yeah, Experience, yeah. Capcom Cup. That, that was the first taste of it. So last it, year, they had the the Capcom Championships, 
And I was busy trying to work on like playing all the games to get the the cards. Platinum. Yeah, the platinum <laughs> trophy. But I would t- jump by the performance area, which was also their conference area. And in the evening, they were doing the the Capcom Championships, and that was where I got a sense of like there are personalities, there are like wrestling. Because this one dude, uh, Knuckle Dude, was just dominating. Like he had no problem getting all the way to the top. This chick, though, they were both American. Everyone else was of another country, and this chick was. Each match was a tooth and nail struggle, Ugh. but she still won each yeah. one somehow. Like it was amazing and it was tense. She somehow made it to the top, and it was like, "Fuck, was, this is ins- awesome." Was she a Blanca character? No, she was Chun Li. Um, okay, dark hair. I don't remember her name, but she was well. Like she's not the top, but she's like in in the, amongst the top people. So it was those two against each other, and you could see Knuckle Dude was winning. And but like when you got to the final matchup. Um, he won, but the matches themselves were insane because you had these stories just within this event of yeah. like how they got there. Um, it was fun. Like I, I was in that vibe. I'm like, I, yeah, I'd love to be in a similar vibe at a like an Evo. It's event. another experience watching it, but when you're actually in a, an event like that, it's fucking hype. I would oh, like, yeah. I would like to be in in the experience with like uh, with Daigo and um, oh, Justin Wong and Justin Wong. That that that, that, that the counters. Yeah, the counter, parries. Where, yeah, where he parries every attack and <sighs> then he Twitch goes in for the kill. Uh, Daigo. No, Justin uh, Wong. Justin Wong. Oh, I'll yeah. talk to him for a little we bit. We ran into him. Um, one convention, I forget which one it was, but we saw him in front of, uh, trying to get in front of the Street Fighter, the latest update. Oh, yeah. I remember we were in line to play it. And PlayStation then... Experience, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, yeah was it was a PlayStation, PlayStation Experience. <laughs> yeah, there was like a bunch of these people that were pros, like taking turns rotating amongst each other. Like, fuck, we're in line. Come on. <laughs> um, last one, this is a nerdy wrestling thing. I I mean, not it's a couple. WrestleMania. But also... A Japan one, I think. Yeah. Wrestle, <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom. That's their WrestleMania. Kenny Omega. Him or... I just want to be... In, the Tokyo Dome is their Madison Square Garden. And I'd love to be... I've been trying to like look to see if there's an event in there while I, while, when I travel. We've, uh, we have a friend, uh, Addison. Okay. Uh, he went to Japan recently. Mm. And he was like... He came back and he's like, you got to do a baseball in, game That's in Japan. Right here. He's like, you got to do this. Because it's like it's just everyone's like riled up. It's like crazy. It's wow. like it's like being like at a like at a at a place where you know you're gonna have fun, okay. like a theater or something. Just the like that enthusiasm, yeah, the enthusiasm, and like he's just crazy. Like the the chanting, the cr- yeah. like you know everyone. But the difference between American and Japan is super clean. People clean up <laughs> after themselves. My brother said it's not as clean as you may think. <laughs> like I'll, I'll I'll let you know, but he said like he thought it was gonna be spotless. It's not that clean, but it's cleaner yeah. obviously than here. Like. Vegas or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, so yeah, Sumo would be cool too. I want to see that. And then Royal Rumble. I like that. Is it, it, I love the match. How it's a unique thing where it's like you see surprises and all these people mm-hmm. jump in the ring. Number seventeen. Crush. Crush Mania. And then hey. Doink the Clown. And then so, <laughs> there's, there's always these joke people. It's like wait, he's the grand Rick Flair. Has anyone ever like gotten like who wasn't like a big name gotten famous off of that like Royal Rumble? That isn't a big name. Yeah, like like you just said, like the the whatever the clown. Oh, Doink. Doink? No, not like him. I can guess who's gonna win. This R- what? This Royal Rumble. Who? Ro- Roman Reigns. No. <laughs> <laughs> if he wins yeah. it again, <laughs> they're fucking yeah. stupid. They're gonna lift his hand up, dude. Because they had. I think it was last year's Royal Rumble. It wasn't for a title shot. It was for the title. Mm-hmm. They changed it. And I was like, I don't. This has only happened one time in history before because it was a vacant title, yeah. and they made it. I was like, ah, it was stupid. Because there's this anticipation of like, now that you won Royal Rumble, you have a shot at WrestleMania for the title, and there's a buildup of story yeah. for for like many months, and it usually helps give a more in depth story. But those would be some th- my three big wrestling sort of uh, events that I'd love to go to. So you've done WrestleMania? No, I haven't. Oh no, I want to go to WrestleMania. Why have you gone to? I've gone to a house show, which is non-televised, and those are different, which okay. are really cool. I've gone to live episodes of Raw and SmackDown. Oh, Raw. Okay. That's Both of those are pretty cool. I've been in the ring once, or not in the ring, in the audience <laughs> once Gross-mania. when The Rock surprise returned. Oh, and nice. I, when they say he's the most electrifying man in wrestling, in wrestling business, or in entertainment, that crowd felt like, I was like, it's electric because like my I, like the hair the was sound, standing up because of yeah. the, how much the, yeah. the crowd was going. They were, in L.A., they're huge. They're like very vocal. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Rocky, Rocky. I was like, whoa. Like the auditorium <laughs> is just like, 
insane. And when everyone's in sync saying the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And then he raises Roman Reigns' hands. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Someone. And then I've been to one pay-per-view. Oh, okay. And that was also a cool vibe. So I've been to local stuff, um, but I have never traveled for any of those. That's fine. PS uh, PAX is fun because it's like, A, Seattle is a cool vibe. And also traveling for one of these things, I think, is a fun feel, too. Mm -hmm. Because it's like you're going, other people are coming from other destinations. And these people are traveling from across the world to go to this thing. So the enthusiasm for whatever the subject is, is like at another level. Mm -hmm. And you get sucked up into it. It's fun. Definitely. So. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, we'll be going to a few VGAs. This is going to be fun. Woo! Um, and then we got VMSX. And then we, what else? Is there anything else? That's it for the it's year. Double header. Comic Con. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Registration. Good luck, Hopefully. guys. We got to trade like username. Things. I know. <sighs> Timing on that. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So is there anything else? No, I think that's it. We covered everything. Okay, I was double checking because I remember there was an episode where I forgot a uh, topic. No, no. You're good. No, no. I, need, I need to go to Nintendo New York, as your yeah, shirt, shirt says. Fun. I want to go to the Nintendo store in New York. You Nintendo Japan. You've been there. Do I, they, yeah. Does Japan have a store? Uh, I know they have a Capcom store. They, they have a Capcom they store. They have stores. Period. I mean, yeah, but I don't think there's either. an official store. Yeah. Okay. There's a Gundam store now. It's like the Gundam mm. base and a Godzilla store. I think there. Uh, yeah, yeah. It should be up by yeah. the, by by that time. So. <laughs> Uh-huh. Capcom, tough. Capcom store. Yeah. Take my money. So that one's confusing because the, I've been hearing that one of the, the the store that I wanted to go to is closed, but then there's the Capcom cafe or bar, and, and there was a Capcom cafe. The cafe is the big store that I've seen videos of, but I'm like, is it closed or not closed? Because I really want to go there. You guys have to go to a cat uh, cafe. Yeah, I've heard of that. There's owl cafes. There's bunny cafes. I don't know. Owls probably pick your eyes out. It's cats. Gundam <laughs> Gundam cafe. <laughs> So interesting stuff. Yeah. Until next time, where can they find you guys? Uh, you can find me at the Fulio on Twitter. At the Lost Bosses everywhere except Twitch. <laughs> you can find me at Kujo Prime, and you can find us all at the Weekly DLC. Uh, find us. We'll be on Facebook. We'll be on social media wherever. If you want to email us, we're at ask or at the Weekly DL. Wait. Ask. We're at the Weekly DLC. Or no. Scratch that. We're at asktheweeklydlc at gmail.com. There's too many ads in this. At asktheweeklydlc at gmail.com. Yeah, what he said. Because <laughs> you're trying to, because we don't have a the weekly DLC domain name. So it's just asktheweeklydlc at yeah, gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. That one. Uh, email us there if you have anything that you want to say in private. And you can just like subscribe wherever we're at. And until next time, we will DLC you later. <laughs>